episode is this? Is this actually 11? I don't know. It's the, the one after the last one. Let me, uh, let me look it up. Where are we at? Yeah, we're on 11. Oh, wow. I'm good. Welcome back to the League of Champions podcast. Uh, this is episode 11. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm Jake. Uh, and I'm Llewellyn. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> no Joel. He is, I don't know where. Just not here. That's all that matters. Um, we're going to start off the pod by going over season awards, then uh, a couple headlines, then looking forward to next season, and then playoff outlooks, because we only have two weeks left. Here to okay. introduce the team that got to the cut best. <laughs> Honorary mention, we got to give it to Peter. Well done, Peter. Good job getting to the cup. You got to, you got to the cup better than nine, better than most, eight other teams. But I gotta better. give it to Jake, aka Doctor Canola Oil. Recent addition, uh, Zion coming back from yeah. injury. In injury. <laughs> Thank you. An injury. Put in. Put in an applause. Zion gets to the cup. Oh my God, he does. Um. Yeah, your team is just a bunch of tall guys that get to the cup, and you. Like almost none of your points are three pointers. It's Disgusting. all it's all just people getting to the cup. So that's that one was pretty easy. Uh, the next award is the team with the <laughs> the team with the most Home Depot regulars. This is, this is the best easy, picture. That was easily oh. Nima. I well get this done, award Nima. now. I didn't understand it at first. Uh, Nima had by far the most Home Depot Atta regulars. Boy, he has Joe Nima. Ingles. Aaron Gordon and Tyler Arrow. Uh, no, hero. Was oh, is it Hero? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, either way, they all look like Home Depot regulars, they, so congratulations, Nima. I've seen <laughs> him in the tile section at least three times this week, just trying to find I have at least right three group. Home Depot regulars. <laughs> what? No, I looked at your team. Gordon no one, Hayward, JJ Reddick. No, and Gordon Jennifer Hayward is cannot misplace not any of those three guys. I've mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's Gordon Hayward <laughs> does not go to Home Depot. He's a Lowe's guy, and you know it. Then the team with the best turnaround or most improved team. Uh, it's Unfortunately, Joel. It's, Joel. it's Joel. Yeah, it's Joel. It turns out money can buy you a better team. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. Who would have thought? Um, best tank job? Yours truly. We're going to get a cop. It was really close between me and Nima, but I had that last second trade. Bought me twenty more bucks. You and don't that's all like it is. you don't like a tanker, but you gotta respect the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have to do that either. <laughs> then True. the most boring team <laughs> easily Carly. <laughs> Congratulations. Easily Carly. You get a trophy. <laughs> uh, team with the worst hair. Austin. Wow. That's a tough one. <laughs> Trey Young. That's all, the, that's all you need to say. And then, best average team name all season. This one was hard. This one was hard. Uh, names. Joel had like 40,000 names, um, half of which were incredible. The other half were like, I'd prefer if you Beyond didn't even awful. have a team name. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Pretty uh, cringe. Lol. You know, tank season fit my team really well but good. i only had two names jake only had one and it was phenomenal dr canola oil thank you that's why you go to school baby next section somebody else could do it 
Okay, we got another team embracing the tank. Embracing the tank. So that makes 75% of the non-playoff teams are tanking. But Canard uh, has embraced the tank. He traded most of his valuable assets. He has a couple of players left, but... I think the trade, the yeah, the trades he made, he traded uh, LeBron and Gobert to Victor for thirty-seven dollars worth of value. Let's talk about Second that for one. Ninth. Yeah, Victor. Let's start there. He's one of the top contenders. I think at this point you got to go all in, even though it's thirty-seven dollars. Do you guys think it was a good trade? Uh, yeah, I don't think he needed to. I like to go. Actually, I I think he did need to for a couple reasons. One, Victor's team is by far the most like consistently injured of all the top four teams um like jake and peter and i have all dealt with injuries but they've mostly either been like secondary players or short-term injuries victor's had a couple like long-term top of the roster injuries that we haven't really dealt with and i think he really needed to get someone who can anchor a roster and also like a couple of his categories specifically blocks Mm. are not like, he's he's elite, but he's not, like, above and beyond the players that are still remaining. And I think Gobert solidifies him as, like, if not the overall number one, at least, like, 1A with me in terms of blocks. And it, it inches him closer in stuff like rebounds to some of the top teams. Yeah. He lost Isaac a little bit ago. and uh, Yeah, that hurt him. And I think Gobert can help fill that gap for, for sure. I just don't know. Do you guys think LeBron... Is gonna play, you know, during our playoffs. Is he gonna continue to play, or are the Lakers gonna be secure enough in their one, number one spot that they're not secure? I mean, I think they're only what four games up right now. Oh me, uh, I was thinking uh, <laughs> your turn. Well, 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 I don't know. Traded. Uh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I traded my one? fifth and sixth for his seventh and eighth. Oh yeah, fourteen dollars. For uh, Jamal Murray and Tobias Harris, what do you guess? That's a loss of fourteen bucks. Good solid pickup. Yeah, the, the fact one. that you only downgraded by two picks. Yeah, no, I I don't see that hurting you really. Bruh. I I... Groundbreaking analysis here. But... I mean, it's I... not it's not exciting. I'm not gonna no. say it's a, it was an exciting trade, but I mean, does anyone like to watch Tobias Harris play? No, he is. Well, I did when he was on the Pistons. I like I didn't mind him on it's the Clippers, but in the Sixers team, God, it's terrible. But stats—that's all I care about. Um, then Joel traded a sixth for a tenth, got Porzingis. Porzingis um, is back home, baby. <laughs> the long trip back to Joel's team. <laughs> yeah, wait. I was about to ask. <laughs> wait, didn't he have Porzingis? So he started out with Porzingis. Yep. You know, waited. Until he got back from injury, and then he was actually feeling good, or whatever. I don't know. Finally got back Porzingis. Sold him when he was high. I think Porzingis may have bounced to two other teams. And now he's finally got him back. Oh, wait. You can see player history. Question. Yeah. Wait. Was this a smart move or an incredibly dumb move? Uh, dumb. I think for $10, Porzingis isn't going to be amazing. With uh, <laughs> I mean, but he's been playing really well right now. Is uh, is Luca injured or something? Yeah, Luca is injured. He's gonna come back. Throw in the fact that Joel had Porzingis, then traded him, then he bounced around like hotcakes. Then Joel. No, he him back he only up. actually went to Canard's team. He never went to another. Oh, team. I didn't. Uh, okay. I either way that makes it worse. I think. I Joel think traded him he... and then 
took him back for ten dollars. What was the trade? Because the trade was actually pretty good. No, he got someone. I think he got Vooch, Vooch in return. Uh, that was okay. like the. Mind, I think that was mind. the like three for one that he got. Like Vooch, he traded Kawhi. He got Kawhi and oh, somebody it was else that and deal. traded. Oh, okay. So okay. That, that was one of Jules' best trades, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But then the, I, he has regretted Vooch for Kawhi since uh, Kawhi's been picking it up a little bit. But I think it's. Yeah. I, Kawhi still misses a game, you know, every week or so. So I think it's worth it. Well, I think the the problem I still have with Joel's team is like his team is made of glass. Yeah. Like, and not even real glass, like that sugar glass that they use in movies that like breaks automatically. That's I mean, cool. <clears throat> Depot is barely played and he's been pretty awful for like the minutes he has played. Paul George sits out two games every out of every five or something. KP has a long injury history and Bede can never stay on the court for more than a month. And Towns is currently hurt and has been on and off the court all season. Like, yeah. yeah, his team, when healthy, is certainly capable of winning the whole thing. But what if two of these guys go down, like, the first week of the playoffs? What are the, what are the odds, Kyle, you think that Joel would end up winning the league? Um, what, what I think it would be hilarious. Yeah, it would. <laughs> uh, but I'm putting it at, like, six. Six. Six percent. Six percent chance. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, he know. has to have at least a thirteen percent chance. That would be fifty-fifty in every playoff matchup, and I think he would be the favorite in at least one game. Yeah, but then you look at the like final two, <laughs> the next two, and I don't see him well, I mean, even having like a ten percent right chance. Like I think he's probably fifty-five forty-five against me, Victor, and Jake. All right, and then finally, Kyle, I, I think he fleeced Peter. He's trading yeah, a seventh for a third, $21 value for Robert Covington. Was this before he uh, played a game on his new team? No, this yeah, this was right when he was, was like, like heating before. up for the Wolves. Mm. Okay. I think it actually was before he got hurt. He was out for a little bit there. I'm no, he, he was like goes. two straight weeks of playing very well yeah he was he was on fire that being said great trade for me <laughs> this is why you're the tank king baby <laughs> um, i picked him up off of waivers <laughs> <laughs> with that said i kind of hope that peter like beats you llewellyn off of like two extra threes because robert two steals on his team <laughs> that'd be hilarious too it like comes down okay. to his threes so Victor drafted him for $11 and then dropped him. So Kyle Kyle basically got like $32 worth of value from yeah. Covington. I remember, uh, Victor named his team like in love with the Roco or something like that. Yeah. He was high off the Roco. I picked him up like immediately after he dropped him, wrote it out for a while, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just started pulling out of his mind. I, I don't. I still don't think he was playing that well. I guess maybe I'm blind. No, he was getting a ton of threes and steals. That's it. I just don't even see that stats. So. But like now that he's on the Rockets, he's like their only defensive player. <laughs> is, he, uh, is he eating steals and stuff? Yeah, he has a uh, six in four games. Not a and ton, look at his blocks. That's good. that's good. Yeah, and seven blocks in four. Because he's oh, like, wow. what is he? Their tallest player? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, him and him and PJ Tucker are the quote unquote center. He has center eligibility now. Okay, so I guess he's the only other besides PJ Tucker defensive player. Fine. I think it sweating a little bit. Saw everyone else was improving their team. Had to go yeah. for it. 
Maybe yeah, I know that. I think that was it too. This is a panic move, but yeah, might help. It did help his team. Um, now we're gonna look at the total budgets next year for each team. Um, and I, and spoiler alert, doesn't look good for Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Victor's not that much higher either. No, the both of those teams, um, they better do their research before they go into the draft. Yeah. So the total amount you usually start with is $200, which is what Carly has. She hasn't made any trades. Uh, below that, Llewellyn, myself, and Peter, and, and uh, Victor, is that No, no, and Austin, sorry. And Kennard are all around 200 to 170, or 180 to 170, basically. So mm-hmm. we're, we're missing like a, what is that, a second or a third round draft equivalent? It's, it's really not a ton. Kennard, who got rid of his first, I think, at some yep. point, and he's he's gotten some seconds back. Uh, he's only made it back up to 170. So for a tanking team to be at 170, it's a little bit unfortunate. Peter uh, was at 200 with Carly. There were two teams yeah, that were sitting traded. even, but then he traded for Rocco. So yeah, Victor and and Joel are gonna have a tough time, I think. But anything is possible in a 10 person league. Except for Joel winning, that yeah. you mean like a fourteen team league. Yeah. Well, I think one of one of the reasons why it's possible because Joel is also in the league. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not here, Joel, I get to smack tuck you. Joel has one thirty one, and I have three hundred twenty three. <laughs> wow. And, and Kyle's gonna Kyle's Nima, gonna invest in every injured player next year. I can feel Nima it. Nima has three hundred one. No, no, I, I leave that for Joel. That's Joel's thing. Yeah. Come on. Find something else to <laughs> to poke fun of me at. Um, it's all right. Kyle will just trade his players that he drafts to me. <laughs> He'll trade the good ones that he drafts. He'll keep the bad ones that he drafts. Ben Simmons, who wants that? I think um, it's going to be fun. You see, yeah. Joel is also so optimistic that regardless of the people that he drafts, he's going to be like, yes, I got this, man. So I'm glad he's one of the people that doesn't have a lot of money because he'll he'll stay and fight you oh you think he's gonna stay and fight well i i was my next question was gonna be over under what's the over under for the week joel tanks next year oh two and a half (laughs) breaking the previous record from me he's way too optimistic he i mean the thing is next probably week nine next year he's gonna have the next year's drafts as well so you can just trade those as well He'll, he'll be perpetually at like a hundred dollars each draft, but it won't matter because he just trade his picks. Is it, is it the beginning of an anti-dynasty? No, it'd have to keep getting lower and lower unless he starts hitting home runs. Like next year it'll be one thirty-one, and then the year after it'll be like one hundred, and then the year after that'll be at like seventy-two. But he has and then eventually all the he'll be at like he'll be at like forty-five dollars <laughs> until until like... he finally bottoms out because. You have what? There's twelve rounds, so the least he can have is twelve dollars. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, he'll end up with just twelve dollars. <laughs> um, so, you know, this whole season has really been about tanking, and I think it's important to look at the fact that one of the teams that tanked this year did an abysmal, such an abysmal job drafting. And he was better when he was trying to lose. So the question is, is this $323 useful? Or will 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 Kyle somehow end up with a team that's like 
Paul George, Steph Curry, Zion. He'll just end up with all the injured players and busts. Like, is that what we're heading for next year? I don't think the question is, is $323 enough? No, it, that's the question is, how much money <laughs> is enough to foolproof Kyle's draft? So wait, the top player, Steph Curry, went for $69. I remember because it's a funny number. <laughs> if Kyle spent, let's say, because, they're, you know, the, the draft next year is sort of inflated because we have some people a lot of money, but for the most part, people are going to have less money than average. So I think, Kyle, you can get star players, like some of the best players, top 10, I think for, what, $58? Something I think like it's that? the other way around. I, I, think, I think it's going to be hurt. I think it's going to be I more think, expensive. Think So we have two people with $300. Like, unless there's a player that they really disagree on, both of them can either, I mean, they don't have to bid each other up, but like... If I had $320 and I had my top player, like, say it was Cat this year, like, I'd just start the bidding at 65 and just see if anyone's willing to even bid me up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think your star players will come cheaper. I just think with that kind of money, you're more willing to, like, immediately go to a 65 that, like, a lot of people just aren't willing to go for for most players. If I just overpay by, like, $10 on every single one, yeah, I'll be totally fine and everybody else will. Yeah. Yeah. Get... If you can pay seventy bucks for three star players, you can get four star players, right? Four top yeah. players, seventy bucks. Yeah, with oh. fifty three with fifty dollars left. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> just, just do, do that. that <laughs> just get That's cat, cat ad, Joel Embiid, and Giannis. Um, Giannis. and Giannis, and you'll just be like, you'll your your team will average like the most points, the most rebounds, highest field goal percentage, most blocks. There's two scenarios. One is what we just talked about. I overpay. And nobody else can, or even if they do, like, I just won't. And then they have, like, zero dollars. I just won't bid after them. Yeah. Or there's, like, if the entire league does what Llewellyn did last draft, where I play ball and, like, if Steph is going for 58 and I put in, like, $58, and then everybody just bids up, even though they don't want to end up with Steph, but they're just bidding up then that would cause a headache, but I think I could com- completely neutralize Llewellyn's strategy that he did last draft by just overpaying 10 on purpose each time. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Well, no, you got like your two players, and then after that, you just kept bidding on people that you didn't even really want. You just wanted to drive it up. But that's just how auctions work. But you just, whatever player that, you don't want, willingly, you just bid them up. Yeah, if, if I just willingly overbid on each one and I don't care because I have so much money, I think that goes out the window yeah like i nominated lebron and then wendell carter the second time that wendell carter pick who boy like wendell carter <laughs> he, he paid 12 dollars for wendell carter jr he paid eight dollars like oh, he would have gone for he would have been a two dollar player if i hadn't nominated him then yeah that's a good strategy. maybe even two and then i nominated jared allen another good player person. i didn't want good person and then next time you just do absolute trash and hope that people are Trying no, you to spend money. Trash. Ricky Rubio, round two. I nominated Second Clay point. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Joel, but you, you had to take Joel... him. <laughs> no, I well, but I, it was only a dollar, so it's essentially free. Yeah. I don't know. In a ten-person league, the waiver wire is pretty great. So I think if everybody honestly just overpays for one star player, and then they try to scratch out the rest of the players, I don't know. Yeah, I I really don't know what to expect from like me. 
Nina. You don't know to expect from yourself. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Okay, like from Carly. Carly should be fine. She's two hundred. But and you guys should be. You should have a decent team put together because you're still at one eighty. But like Canard, Victor, and Joel. I think it's a giant question mark. And for me and Nima, I just don't want it to be like I have... This is a stupid problem to have, but I I have so much money that, like, I better put together a freaking crazy good team. Yeah. And then, so that's that's kind of a question mark in my mind. But also, obviously, Victor and Joel, I wonder if they can even be competitive. I think some psychological advice would be right away you know, nominate a person that you want, overpay for them, next round do the same thing. Basically guarantee yourself two-star players. Because I remember last time we were on a Discord call and we were like, I don't know, maybe third round, maybe fourth round by then. And you were like, you know, you had all your money still basically. And you're like, I don't really have a star player yet. And you ended up paying Oh yeah, like that was a terrible strategy 55 on my part. for Butler. Victor did the same thing yeah. and he... It, Varying levels of success. It's really sort of a... I think another reason uh, waiting like Victor and I did doesn't work is because then we're completely subject to Llewellyn's strategy of just <laughs> upping every single person. So that's one of the reasons you should never do that. Like, yeah, I did overpay for those two players, but I overpaid, not because I was, like, panicking. and I Well, part of it was me panicking, like, I need to get somebody good. But also, I didn't, like, panic, like... I need to spend no matter no matter how much it costs me. I need to get Westbrook. I was like, maybe I could get Westbrook for like forty now because Llewellyn only has seventy. But Llewellyn was upping him to to like way more than he wanted. But like I had no choice but to play ball with him because I had nobody. So yeah, that was that's, I mean, reason. I think Jake's point about the small way about the good waiver pool is actually important. Like there were two, there were at least two players drafted for under five dollars who were. NBA All-Stars, not just, like, fantasy All-Stars, but, like, real league All-Stars. And I think, you know, in a different in a different league, you know, Hassan Whiteside doesn't end up on Peter's team. You know, like, there's all these ways that it could have fallen where these guys end up on waivers, and even a team like Joel could end up with, like, three studs, a bunch of crap, and then just, like, fill out the rest on the waiver wire and still be mm-hmm. a decent team. I think Joel and well, Victor... Well, Joel's going to find out play... next year whether he's in <laughs> <can> or not. Yeah. <laughs> If Joel gets one really good player and then just tries really hard on the waiver wire, I think he could sneak into the playoffs. Definitely. Uh, to be fair, I have tried the hardest on the waiver wire, and I am currently number one overall. So. Yeah. I'm cheesing the system. I think you and I both were up until I just completely stopped. Yeah, he's actually mm-hmm. competitive, though. You've been making all of your transactions you can each week, but you've been trying to get money for them, not wins. <laughs> And play spoiler a little bit. There are a couple weeks where Kyle's certainly gunning a little harder to try to yeah, get a win. Yeah. <laughs> Respect that. One of the five times he plays Victor. You know, those kind of things. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is Kyle, is Kyle like, almost 500 against everyone except Victor? Is he... Are, are you 0-4 against Victor? Definitely 0-4 against Victor. So he's 5-7 and 7 against the rest of the league. <laughs> Jesus, this is some cheat. And Victor's gonna get a bye week because he played Kyle five times. Oh, that's what you mean. Oh yeah, no, I've beat everybody else a decent amount. 
You know what's funny is Kyle, you and Jake are the only two people who I don't have a winning record against this season. I'm one and one against you, and I'm zero and one against Jake. Even I lost to Nima, but I'm two and one against Nima. Austin, you haven't beat Jake. You haven't beat Austin. You only have five wins, like... and you beat Joel twice. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to beat Victor, Kennard, Peter, Austin, or Jake. I I really don't want that to go unnoticed. That's crazy. Okay, we're gonna say it one more time. Joel is zero and two against Kyle. <laughs> Oh, we need to have that as like our as like part of the theme song. Since Joel made the theme song, just like put it in there. Joel's 0-2 against Kyle. <laughs> next um, week or next year for rivalries, we should try Kyle versus Joel all nineteen yeah, weeks. Kyle versus Joel for sure. <laughs> the entire season. Yes. It's just they no play one gets every to play us. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else plays each other and they just play each other the whole season. <laughs> The person with two hundred dollars more money than the, uh, the other one. <laughs> it's just I want to be twelve and zero against. Just, I'm gonna be undefeated next year, but it's only because I played Joel twelve times. Um, wait, why did I say twelve? There's like you gonna be nineteen and zero, and then get yeah. smacked in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> All that false confidence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these these are my projections. Um, first round, Llewellyn and Victor have the bye. Right now. It says Jake has the bye, but I think, I think we all um, think Victor is going to have that second bye. One um, and two. So I think it's going to be Peter versus Joel and Jake versus Austin. Um, I think. Mm, Make a prediction, coward. Yeah, let's do some analysis. I think it's going to be Peter versus Lola. I think Peter beats Joel, and I think Jake beats Austin. Well, so well, I well. think the second round will be. Peter versus Lillian I also think Peter beats Joel. Let's, let's dissect this first Peter matches up first. really well with Joel. Peter mm-hmm. versus Joel. Right now, they're actually both very injured. So and here are the categories Peter is good. Here are the categories Joel is bad at. Field goal percentage, free throw percentage, points. And here are the categories that Peter's good at. Field goal percentage, free throw percentage, <laughs> and points. And assists. Peter is the best team in the league in assists. Like He's crazy. He's basically guaranteed four wins. All he has to do is win in a category that Joel's averaging, like threes, rebounds, or steal, or uh, blocks. One win and he gets it. Okay, here's the thing, though. Right now, Peter has Lillard and DeRozan down. Marcus Hall as well, but you know who really cares? Lillard, Lillard is expected to come back in like two weeks. And he's just right been when the on fire start. lately. Yeah, right when our playoffs start. And DeRozan's, it's kind of a short-term injury. Eh, who really cares back. anyways, it's DeRozan. Joel, on the other hand, has Embiid, which on any given night just can't play. Uh, Paul George has hamstring issues. Cat has been injured. I think he just doesn't want to play. That's why. I mean, he's injured as well as he doesn't want to play. But but his best friend is on the team now, Jake. Yeah, they're going to be great. What is it, two losses so far? Hmm. But, uh... I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Joel wins this. You think Joel? So am I the tiebreaker? I think Peter. So as tiebreaker, I think it's Peter. I think Peter's the safer bet right now. I just think Joel's team is question marks up and down the roster. Peter's okay. consistently good, but Joel has had some crazy. Oh, Joel's weeks. the ceiling. Joel, like if if it's just like who has the if it's just like best like best weeks. Joel versus Peter. Joel crushes Peter. 
So that moves us. If if we're accepting Peter, that moves us to the second round. Peter versus Llewellyn. Victor versus Jake. And then after this, it gets it definitely gets subjective. I mean, all of this is, but definitely. <laughs> definitely all it's subjective because... except for the fact that I'm going to get a buy. <laughs> Everything else is subjective. I mean, yeah, it, it is. It is. But this is where it gets really murky because, like, Jake versus Austin, obviously Jake is going to win. Peter versus Joel, obviously Peter's going to win. Um, <laughs> Joel has no chance in the playoffs. Let's just be real about it. So, Peter versus Llewellyn, I th- I mean, regardless if it's Peter or Joel, I think Llewellyn's going to win. You um, just listed it off Peter's strengths, and I think in terms of percentages, uh, Llewellyn's better, and then in all other categories besides like assists, I, I think Llewellyn, you're just better. Maybe turnovers, yeah. he's better, but you're just going to dominate him, I think, on those fronts. Yeah. And- I have advantages in blocks, turnovers, rebounds, threes, and then we're similar in field goal percentage so he has an advantage in assists and free throw percentage yeah but i have a, i have like a three to one assist or three four to four to two in terms of like categories i'm significantly better in um, roko though yeah no roko's gonna make the difference he's gonna make yeah. 38 threes <laughs> in three games and um, 28 steals in a category i'm not even good at it's gonna it's gonna help peter win and then Victor versus Jake. Uh, this is fifty-fifty. I don't know. I really don't know. What? What's your? You guys have played each other how many times? I think maybe twice. I, I don't think my record's good other. against them. Uh, one. We've only played once, and he beat me, three-six. He did just get LeBron James and Gobert though. We. Uh, Gobert does not get assists though. Yeah, I just meant for all the stats. LeBron James. I think I'd have to win field goal percentage for sure. And I think points he's beaten me sure. in points almost every time. But, like, I think he consistently gets the most points in the league. So I just but have to have a really good week. One. Yeah. Because turnovers is going to be close. Steals I... will be close. Assists will be close. But he'll have threes and free throw percentage, and you'll probably have field goal percentage and rebounds. Yeah. Honestly, I would take Victor there. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'd take Victor yeah, too. too. So I think it's going to be Llewellyn versus Victor. Victor going for the title defense. I think it's going to be uh, I'm, I'm, Joel I'm versus not Victor. I've not lost Victor. <laughs> I think it's going to be Joel versus Victor. <laughs> I think Joel's going to beat Llewellyn. He's going to be so happy. <laughs> and then he's going to get destroyed by Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But no, uh, Victor and Llewellyn. I think I think Llewellyn's gonna win the league. Fuck! Now I'm dev- now I'm definitely yeah. gonna lose to uh, Peter Austin, or Austin Joel. Me- Austin mentioned that the first place person has never won. So, yeah, uh, but they usually finish second, from what I remember. Hmm. So, so you got that least, going for you. Yeah, I can at least get my money back. 